Hi, I'm Dr. Amy Robbins, and welcome to Life, Death, and the Space Between podcast. I'm a licensed clinical psychologist and medium, and here we explore life, death, consciousness, and what it all means. Today, I have internationally known self-help author, author Monty Farber and Amy Zerner on the show. Monty's inspiring guidance and empathic insights affect everyone he encounters, and Amy's exquisite one-of-a-kind spiritual couture creations, jewelry, and intricate fabric collages exude her profound intuition and deep connection with archetypal archetypal stories, God, I'm fumbling all over the place, (laughs) and healing energies. For 40 years, they've combined their deep love for one another with the work of inner exploration and self-discovery to build the enchanted world of Amy Zerner and Monty, Monty Farber, which include books, tools, card decks, and oracles that have helped millions answer questions, find deeper meaning, and follow their spiritual paths. Their new book, Mindful Astrology, is out now. Welcome, Monty and Amy. If you haven't subscribed to my newsletter yet, please go to dramyrobbins.com and go ahead and subscribe. Every other week, I send out guided insights called Soul Wisdoms and also give you a little sneak peek as to what's on the show, what you can hear coming up on wherever you get your podcasts, and also what you can join me live on Fireside for. So Fireside is a platform where you can come on, the audience can ask questions and participate in my show. Also, if you haven't been had a chance to check out my Patreon page, just go to Patreon and put in my name, Amy Robbins, and you can see the different levels if you become a subscriber to uh, any of that, then there's little added bonuses that you get at each level, 5, 10, and 20, or whatever you can to support the show. Thank you all for your support and enjoy the show. Thank, Thank you, you, Amy. Amy. <laughs> yeah, God, Can't I forget fumbled. your name. I know, that's an easy one. I fumbled all over myself here. That's, we wrote it that way just to trip up all <laughs> Thank the you. Well, it worked, it worked. So so today we're going to talk, I know your book is on astrology, but I really wanted to talk about tarot and oracle cards because I yeah. haven't had anybody on the show yet to talk about those two, those two things, I guess, those two spiritual tools. And I am a complete newbie to this. I just bought my first... Oracle and tarot cards in uh, March, and then I got your amazing, beautiful cards, which I'm loving, but I really don't understand how they work. So can you explain what is tarot? Tarot. Tarot. <laughs> Maybe we should combine it. What is tarot? Tarot cards. We're yeah. going to have our own new creation of tarot cards. Tarot Oracle cards. I love it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't tell her that. I'll have to do it in the, like, the next 20 minutes. We'll do it together. We'll okay. do it together. Okay, great. What is what is tarot and what is oracle? How are they different and how are they used? Well, a, the, the tarot is an oracle. An oracle like the oracle of Delphi was someone who supposedly the spirit spoke through, the god, goddesses, whatever you want to call it. And people, uh, especially leaders of countries in the, in the Greek area, uh, would come and get oracles from the oracle. Because oracle has three meanings. It's the place where you go to get the oracle, it's the oracle that's sitting on the bra- on the th- three-legged chair in front of the fire, and it's the, the things that come out of the oracle's mouth. 
So an oracle is, is basically putting you in touch with the future uh, and you have to have a question to come to the oracle. Tarot is, is a form of oracle that we could argue about all day about where it started, but let's say it started in Italy with the Sforza deck um, in, in the Renaissance. And what it basically is to us, to Amy and, and I, is the first search engine. You ask it a question, you, you pull one of the 78 cards, you look at the answer, and then you try and figure it out. Just like when you get an answer on Google or DuckDuckGo or something, you got to figure out what's going <laughs> on because it's never what you really wanted. Well, I mean, in all different cultures, uh, the first Americans would go out and ask nature for an answer. You can read the clouds or you can read a flock of birds, or but the tarot is, is an ancient system. They argue about the origin of it, you know, the, the scholars of tarot, but it is all of life is in the 78 cards. So different artists now interpret it in their own way, which is what I did with our enchanted tarot. And all of life, like I said, there's frustration, there's joy, there's um, the court cards, which are people when they come up in a reading. But anything can be made into an oracle, and that's why we kind of specialize in inventing oracle because they're visual, and you can get messages and guidance, and it really puts you, it's like an exercise machine for your intuition, which we all have intuitions, but you have to practice it and use it. And it's not like you rely on the cards. The cards are a trigger, you know, whether it's colors that trigger something or a symbol on the card. And that's why you should um, have have an affinity for the art and love the art when you choose an oracle to use. You know, you're you're a psychologist. So Jung actually had the best explanation for what an oracle which is. Which we always use. We, yeah, we use it, we throw it into every book, which is the law of synchronicity. You know, things that occur at the same moment have a relationship of significance not necessarily mm -hmm. causality. So, so when you think mm -hmm. of your question and you shuffle the cards and you pick a card, it's all connected in a way that the chaos theory also explains. So so an oracle was a person, back a in goddess? The day. Yeah, uh, back in the day, in ancient Greece, okay. the oracle at Delphi, you know, there is a lot of ancient stories about kings and coming to the oracle of delphi and then not listening to her and getting really messed up because of it then coming back and you know there's a lot of uh, tradition with oracles and there was an inscription uh which is know thyself was the inscription at the oracle of delphi which as a psychologist mm -hmm. i'm sure you believe in that that I love That's that. Key. Yeah, absolutely. Also, I always say the most spiritual thing you can do is to know yeah. yourself. Yes, and, and on the, there were two pillars uh, on either side of the Oracle of Delphi. One said, know thyself. The other one said, nothing in excess. Pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> Those are those. That's all you need, it really, right? It really like that. Is. That is the key to life. <laughs> I, I think. think. You're right. Know thyself and nothing in excess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But basically, I, I mean, we're oracles. People come to us for guidance, and you, you are an oracle. Yes. So the word oracle can take you know on different forms. We're excited about it because you know we did our first um, oracle deck was called Karma Cards, which was an astrology based uh, oracle. And it's been out in 18 languages, just came out in Chinese, as a matter of fact. And that was uh, at a time when no one knew what karma was. And now everybody knows what karma is. And, and, and mm -hmm. we've turned a lot of people between our, my karma cards 
and Amy's Enchanted Tarot, which is pretty amazing, which is all these, and they, they're ever, evergreen titles. They've been out since they came out in 1990, 1988. You know, we've sold hundreds of thousands of copies, and now a lot of people have Oracle decks, and we sort of... Well, th these things are in the air now, as I'm sure you know. There's a great interest, whether right. it's from the... It's part of, like, the zeitgeist right yep. now. Yes. Because it's a direct connection to the divine, you know, it sort of goes around organized religion and it's, it's a, it's sort of going back to our connection with nature. Yeah, it used to be called divination. So, so you, you know, with speaking of, of the divine, you know. So you, you sort of use Oracle cards and tarot interchangeably yeah. or are they separate? So, okay. Cause I've, I've. I always thought that they were two separate things. Like the tarot cards have, I don't know, like the four of cups yep. or whatever, those different. That's a very defined um, system. But people people have, okay. uh, you know, sort of freely interpreted it in their way. Because when we started with the, the Enchanted Tarot in 1990, there were a lot of archaic books about the tarot that were kind of dense and not easy to use. And they were not updated, you know, into a feminist um balanced kind of view of our mod modern life. So we, we've modernized it in different ways to apply it to, to answer the questions that we all have now. And a lot of other authors and artists are, are doing it in their way, making it more diversified. Well, Amy's following the tradition of Salvatore Dali, who did a, a, the Dali tarot deck. It's one of the most expensive you can get because I think it's printed so expensively with gold edges. But uh, Amy did her own tarot deck, took two years to do it. And and as she said, everything's in there. So she did the strength card because she knew she needed the strength to do the other 77 cards. And then she went on to create this masterpiece um, that people live with our stuff. That's the thing we love about creating oracles. And and, and um, now you got me thinking of, tar what was what was that word? Tarot? 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 Tarot, I like that better. I, I've, I'll have to go back I, and listen. I'm fairly easily what I said. There are different. We, right. We've over the years invented different kinds of oracles. Like Monty said, his first was based on astrology. So you break it down into a system. His was planet signs and houses, and the creativity uh, deck that you have there. We broke down the whole process of creativity into eighty cards. So you have um, collaboration, you have setbacks, you have uh, partnership, you, you have all, because I'm a fashion designer, I'm an artist, we're authors, we know about the creative process, we know about rejection, we know about um, rejection. Rejection. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know a lot about anyhow, rejection. We, we put it all in there. And that's what uh, is beautiful about an oracle, you can take a subject and break it down so that, and, and based on the law of synchronicity, it's always gonna work. It's always gonna work to trigger your intuition. So you could have an oracle deck on religion. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're, we're okay. horrible that way. You know, it's, it's we, you're, you're, you're 10 it. steps no, ahead. No, no, well, it's, I want the kickbacks from the Torical. <laughs> Torical, I like that so much better than tarot. One of our publishers just asked me if I could do another tarot. And it really is like uh, you immerse yourself in this for a couple of years because yeah. we, you I'm, feel each card and there's a lot of difficult cards because all of life is in there when i did the tarot 
I got rid of those difficult cards first. Right, because she's because an Aries. So when you say difficult, so you said every deck has 78 cards or tarot, they yeah, don't? If it's based on the traditional tarot, there's a, a tradition to it, which is 78 cards. And there's a spiritual journey that goes through the deck. Yeah, the first 22 cards go from 0 to 21 to make everything really confusing. And the 0 card <laughs> is the fool because it represents the unborn soul or the spirit uh, before it's born. And then the number 1 card is the magician, whereas that represents us in life, where we're here to make magic. We're here to use the, the elements of the world to make magic and, and leave our imprint on things. There's a beautiful tradition to the whole uh, meaning behind each card. And, and how they all tie together. And it's not spooky. I mean, we literally use it like you use a, um, a search engine. You well, have a question, you get an answer. When I ask, I mean, the cards are like become your friends. And and you should treat them as friends because, you know, the more you hang out with them, the better friends you get to be. But people are scared, because, as you well know, because people can get the death card. And the death <laughs> card in the tarot actually means stop or it's over. If you ask if is he coming back or is she coming back and you get the death card it doesn't mean they're going to die or you're going to die it means no it means it's over it means fall and winter has come it's done there's no more leaves Profound on the change. tree yeah and so how what were the original practitioners of oracle readings using it for i mean why was someone going was the oracle like the shaman of yes. the yes you know is it that yes. same kind of of well there, there's people who are person i guess if you're talking about like first peoples yes the, they would throw bones you yeah. know every tradition has different oracle traditions yeah. in uh, eastern europe they have beans you know they read beans people read coffee and tea leaves in scandinavia they had rune stones bones that I had someone on talking about yes. the bones from Africa, and it oh, was yeah. unbelievable. Well, I mean, they, the it's coolest all the thing. Yeah, it, it's basically you can read anything, but we don't want to read entrails. We no, want, we don't. <laughs> we want to read beautiful tarot cards. <laughs> yeah, we're we're unfortunately we're not into entrails. You know the the, the word. I don't I, even know what that is. Because they used, <laughs> in they other used words, to, in yeah. primitive oh. society, that's what they would read. They would read how they're. I think they were faking it personally. <laughs> I think they just wanted some free meat and, and, and they would do stuff like that. But, but you know, the word temple, um, like I was looking up the word contemplate and it has the word temple in it, the same origin. And the temple was a place that was used to make an oracle, to make a prediction. Because you know, who, what the holy person would be asked questions about God or goddess or whatever culture then they not, the next step is what about the future as soon as people realize there was a future people have been trying to figure it out so so they would go to someone who claimed to know the future we try and help people do it themselves, themselves. so they don't have somebody picking their pocket well i mean there's uh, so many charlatans and yes. that's why people have the misconception that's spooky because of spooky movies and, or gypsies you know there's all that and there's good gypsies i'm not saying that you know not, I don't nothing wanna... against gypsies but <laughs> that's what i was going to ask so what is the what does it require to be a good tarot oracle I like oracle it. <laughs> reader <laughs> 
totally going see, with it. I, I'm, I, I want to in on this next duck. I want in on it. We, we know it came out of your mouth. <laughs> you know, the thing is, you got to love people, really, and understand that everybody's all in the same boat. We all have our problems. Just like your profession. Yeah. When you magnetize and when when you want to, first first you should start with yourself. You know, getting to know thyself is is the key. Right. And then you experiment and you start reading for your friends. And but you shouldn't instantly put a shingle out. You know, start being <laughs> there are people who do. This is like a, a lifelong study. It's a lifelong um, path that you always learning more. The more you read people, the more you understand how the cards work. You understand why it's saying that. And you, it's good to get feedback when you do readings for people. You know, this is what the card said. Or keep a log for yourself, a journal for yourself when you sit down and do a reading. It's a, it's a ritual. It's a meditation ritual. It's like, now I'm going to tune into the energies around this thing. I'm going to uh, set my anxiety aside because that all colors it. I mean, it, it might sound funny, but the cards get mad at you if you become obsessed with a question. True. Yeah, if you ask you them so, a You're talking time. to the cards, which is really talking to your higher self. And plus, you got to know that, you, yes, you can be wrong. And yes, you can misinterpret what the cards are saying or the cards can be wrong because you were drunk or whatever. Yeah, but, you know, so it's it's all and you should never do oracle, yes. read, oracle readings. I'm going to be saying it and I'll be I'll be sending you a nickel every time I say it. Okay. Um, perfect. perfect. When you're drunk or high, um, and but there's a lot of truth to it. I actually posted that today. I don't know whether it's I knew this conversation was coming up, but I said I don't think that astrology and tarot, and now I'll have to say antoricals work, but I know they work. I yeah, you know, I, I have a science background. If I would not be a scientific person if I did not admit what I have seen to be true. Well, that's like Sir Isaac Newton. Right. Or, or, or yes. Or, or um, yeah, Isaac Newton said, I've, when Haley, the comet discoverer said, how could you believe in astrology? He says, sir, I've just, I've, I've studied this. You have not. And, and um, Sir Thomas Huxley, who was a big Darwin person said, I'm too much a skeptic not to believe anything's possible. But it, I mean, using um, mm-hmm. it's yeah. sacred, it's <laughs> sacred play is how we like to put it. You, you, you're never going to forget, forget you anyway. well, You're never going to forget me. <laughs> right. So, so when someone comes into a reading, do they come in with multiple questions? Do they come in with one question? And how does this unfold over the process of, you know, an hour? Because I'm just well, thinking, yeah. okay, pull one card and let's see. Mine says evolve. Um, and then well, I read I mean, it. I'm and then what do I do? Exactly what happens because we tell people the answer is in the question lots of times and to be more specific to really you ask what you want to know is you don't want to say you know give me guidance about the rest of my life well i have a book called quantum affirmations and it's a five-fold process the first question is what do you want to know and believe it or not a lot of people think they know what they're asking but that's not really the question. Like they say, I want to meet someone. When it turns out, mm. when you really drill down, you find out it's not that they want to meet someone. They're just tired of being alone right now. You know, it's so it's all when you ask that question, a lot of psychologists use our work. I actually used to read astrology for psychiatrists, too. And they will use our work to start the session off. And what start they, the what, conversation. Start. Yeah. And, and yeah. We, were, we were talking about how it's so important for families to have dinner together. I'm not saying 
that they should do this at dinner because that's ridiculous. But it, you know, as if you're doing family game time, well, it, what do a, you think about this word? What do you think about this concept? And then plus you get it, to yes. teach your kids the word and what it means. I was just going to say, if there is an issue, it's a great way to start the conversation about what's really going on with each person. But what you said, pick one card. You can get a lot out of one card. I always recommend one yeah. card readings and our books explain one card readings and three card readings, which are mind, body, spirit. You can start to play with different spreads and you can do more evolved spreads. But from one card can tell you so much because you picked a card, but then you can look in the book for a deeper meaning. And all of that, even if one sentence triggers an answer, I don't know if you, you can ask for a message. You know, what do I need to know right now for my highest good and greatest joy? That's a great question. It's like puts you right in the mindful moment. Mm. Right. Monty, you well, said well, that there's in, in five one, questions that have, you talk uh, about. Quantum, um, quantum affirmations. Um, and Affirmation. as I said, I have a science background, so I wrote it based on quantum physics, quantum mechanics. And I, I started thinking about consciousness as the smallest particle, you know, smaller than light, which is both a wave and a particle, mm. you know, behaves as both ways. And then I, I started mm -hmm. thinking about how do you transform? How do you get into a probable future? It got really crazy. And, and I, I realized that there's a way to do it. And so it's a five-fold process of what do you want? What's your history with your goal? And then think about your gifts. And this is basically to calm yourself mm -hmm. down because fear is the destroyer. Think about something that you're good about and then blend what visualizing your gift with your goal. Like I want to get more money and I'm a really great parent. So see money coming out of being a great parent, which sounds nuts, actually, as I said. Well, it's about shaking up your way of thinking about what you want. Yeah. Um, so, you know, for instance, people are always looking for love. How, how am I going to, I really want my soulmate. So look at your history with that. You've been disappointed or you think it's not going to happen. You know, really look into your habits of your thinking and then, whatever you're good at, you know, another example, like I'm a good cook, see the relationship is. coming out of making your great soup that <laughs> shakes up, you know, all the past history with it. And you feel good about something that you're good at. And you might feel like you're not good at meeting somebody or drawing in your soulmate. And then the, the fifth stage is to do a contemplation, which is my own word. You can't have any. And <laughs> You already you already have Toracle. You do a contemplation. I like that. Is, yeah, so I, I'll send I you like that contemplation. Also, I think enjoy it, and, and and it's a vision. We we were really good. We were friends with with Louise Hay and you know Marianne Williamson. I love these people. They're wonderful people. They do great affirmations. But what happens when people do affirmations? They do it every day in every way. I'm I'm better and better. If it's all positive, your body you knows, don't really believe it. No one believes that. You know, at first. So my contemplation theory is mm -hmm. to see the visualize it warts and all. So when you see yourself with a partner, see that you can't go out when you want to. You got to take someone else's needs and, and wants into account. See the fact that your bathroom won't be as neat as it is now or it won't be as messy as it is now. Or, you know, and see all the and when that happens, instead of running away and never doing another affirmation, that's when you know it's real is is when you're because everything you comes believe, with the territory you believe it more right well right and i i really appreciate that actually because i frankly think 
there's a little bit Agreed. too much of that, like positivity. I, I'm all for positive and gratitude, but if it does, if you're not feeling it, then you're not vibrating at that level. And if you're not vibrating at that level, you're not going to attract it no matter how many times you say to yourself, exactly. I want, I want a soulmate. It's like, okay, but what are yeah, you right. doing to look inside of yourself? And this is where I feel like I'm like almost a cat chasing my tail. It's like I went, or a dog, I went to, you know, I was in school for psychology, have been exploring spirituality, which ultimately yes. seems well, it like is. it's bringing it me is. right it's back to psychology. Tarot so, is a language yeah. of psychology. Astrology is a language of psychology. That's real astrology and real, real use of oracles. It, it, and goes back to know thyself, right? Yeah, I'm telling you, astrology, I view it from a psychological basis. And in 12 weeks, I was able to get people to read what looks like a pizza with toppings on it and to actually get information that they could help somebody with, help themselves, help another person. It's a, it's a psychological language. Right. And I've actually started when I have patients sometimes who are curious, I'm yes, like, go get a reading and bring it back to me. I, I bet it's probably not going to say much, <laughs> anything that different than some of what we've been working on, but it will validate that experience for you and show you that we are headed in the right direction yeah, and we need to continue heading in that direction. Because I think that that's, that's what people start to see. And it is another useful tool. I, 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 when I interviewed a woman who's a psychological astrologer on back in January, I thought to myself, Gosh, if I would have only known back when yeah. I was in grad school that this would have been yeah. an option, because for well, me, I that would have been a great to, merger to pick, of those uh, two pieces. My method for teaching, which is basically makes everyone hungry because it's about a pizza um, <laughs> and and to put it into a book, a book form. But but my karma cards, the reason that it succeeded so well is it takes the, the psychological aspects and the psychological meanings of the planet sizes and houses and makes them make sentences. It's like the slot machine of fate. You get a planet assigned and a house card, and they line up to make sentences on the spiritual, mental, and physical level. So I've always we've always approached it from a psychological standpoint, and we do not advise people to substitute going to a licensed uh, therapist or or a lawyer or a doctor or whatever. The, uh, but, oracles are the spice of life, but you can't live on spices. But I I think it's like finding a, a good dentist or a good therapist. I mean, it's the same as finding a good reader. I mean, don't just go to anyone. I, I've seen that over and over with otherwise smart people that they'll you they'll not research it. or go to somebody that somebody else you know recommends. And oh. also, it's very personal who works with somebody, just like a therapist, you know. But um, I think you have to be careful who who mm -hmm. you open up, and you're very vulnerable when you're asking such personal questions to a stranger because not everybody wants to help people some people just want to make money off it i i still get the question do you believe in that stuff i've, <laughs> so, I've sold over three million books in, in 18 languages and i got people asking me do you believe it i was like there's easier ways to make money than, than to do this you know i'd have to listen to idiots like you it is, it's a lot it's a lot of right, work it does seem like but a I lot of work. say that to people <laughs> so but so what do you say to people who continually come or use tarot as a way not, uh, to make decisions in every aspect of your life? Do you months. think well, I, yeah. I just won't do it? 
I mean, it's that's the obsession. Yeah, because people do get obsessed. It's not transference. They don't fall in love with me, but they fall yeah. in love with the fact that I know. No, but unfortunately, I have too many people who come to me after they've done something and they want to know astrologically, will it work out? And I'm always like, no, no, no. The purpose is you come here before you do stuff. And then I'll tell you if it's the right time to do it because well, astrology it, is great for timing. Astrology is about cycles, you know, and different things are highlighted and you can compensate for your weaknesses with your strength. It's, it, it, it's sort of something that you would go every six months or once a year on your birthday to, to get an update of, of the forecast for the year and, you know, what to watch out for and what to highlight. And it's so old, you know, when someone says to you many happy returns, what they're saying to you is an astrological statement, because the solar return is your birthday. It's when the sun comes back to the position it was on the moment you were born. Because when you're born, you take your first breath, which is why cesarean sessions work. Um, you take your first breath, you inject, you ingest the hologram of the subtle energies coming out of all the planets. And then you are that hologram. And then everything keeps moving. The planets keep moving. The word planet comes from the Greek wanderer. And the planets keep moving. They make angles to where they were. And that can be read, actually, to indicate themes in your life. It's, fa it's fascinating. And, and it really is. And it's nice to think that, you know, there's it's some so kind fascinating. of, you know, order out of chaos. I don't want to sound like I'm from the Illuminati or anything. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, people... Um, People do get obsessed and ask the same question over and over because in the tarot you always want you know the great outcome or the yes the no. sun card or you yeah, know all the good cards and then people are very attached to hearing what they want to hear right yep. and I think uh, it gives you a greater perspective when you you know literally lay the cards on the table and see what the cards have to tell you and of course your free will and we always tell people this that's the most important thing. But say it's not the reading you want to hear, or it's you know it tells you to be patient, or it's not going to happen right now, or you know something else that disappoints you. So it's like you can make, you know, what should you be concentrating on now that is productive and realistic, which goes back to what we were talking about. You know, all this uh, thinking too positively, which you know I'm, we're positive people also, but it, it, but we're can, not stupid. it can take you out of reality. You know, like, mm -hmm. no, we, we, we agree. Right. Yes. yes. Well, and then I think it leads to disappointment because yes. it's like, well, I was positive or my tarot told me that this was going to happen. And it almost yeah. absolves people of their oh, own yeah. responsibility they, they and role in their life. Happen without any, you know, effort or, or work. And yeah, but life is magical and you can make magic, but you also have to be realistic and you, you can't, you just can't be, uh, you can't be weak in this, in this life. You can't let it roll over you. I, I had a, a coach that said, you know, that, that sounds like you need a bit of triactin. And I'd say, well, what's triactin? He says, he says triactin like a man. <laughs> you, you know, I, I know that's sexist and I know it's 2021, <laughs> but you apply it to whatever you identify as and try acting like the best realization of that because things don't go well all the time. Like when Amy and I were talking about rejection before, if, if it wasn't for email, we could cover the walls with rejection letters, but, but yet we've done 50 books. And sometimes as things are ahead of their time, I, I mean, we always tell people and we tell us in the creativity oracle, I mean, you can't take it personally because there is a matter of timing. Sometimes we're ahead of our time. Sometimes 
um, it's not what they're looking for. You know, people give up after one rejection. And, you know, it's interesting in this time of, of the pandemic, people have acquired new skills or they've been given the opportunity to acquire new skills and, you know, learning the tarot, learning astrology. Those are skills that really enhance enhance your life. But they can learn the torical also. <laughs> Is that easier or harder? I think it's we harder. We don't know yet. <laughs> okay, the torical. We're gonna we're gonna create it. So when so when do you yes, encourage people yes, to do yes. their own kind of card pull daily, and then yeah. and then yes. just ask a question of, you yes. know. Yeah. What what is what do I need today yes. that's going yeah, to some, help me achieve the highest and yeah, best purpose all, of my soul? But then do you just well, like I mean, pull so a card or do you roll in your hands like on Mary, over so them or quick, I pull it quick? Some people like to sit and do three, you know, deep breaths and shuffle. Be quiet. Some people can do it on the fly. <laughs> but you're you're a busy mom, so you gotta do it what works for being a busy mom. You just feel like you are gonna get an answer and you're connected to the cards when you shuffle it. Some people like to shuffle seven times. They feel that clear clears the deck. Well, that's scientific. Some actually. people like to cut it, and that uh the ancient belief behind that is that you cut your attachment to what you're asking about. And then people put them on their, you know, their dresser. The card that you pull to remind you mm. what that card means. And just uh, the more you do it, the more familiar you become with all the meanings okay. of the cards. We have to make the Toracle have like a magnetic holder to go on people's <laughs> refrigerators. See, we're designing an Oracle with you right now. Well, I, I think magnetism totally. could be the, the behind. I the love that idea. Behind the Toracle. I think we should... <laughs> Magnus, see, well, we're creating right now. We're evolving. That was evolving my card. Was evolving. It's the most important part about evolving because most people are not open to anything. That you know, they don't want to think they well, did something the, what wrong. What does the card say? If you don't mind, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. My genius will live <laughs> on in some form. I put it back. Uh oh, hang on, hang no on. No problem. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. There's 80 it cards, everybody. Well, here. Well, Amy's looking evolving. through that. Evolving. I have no idea. You have the card. Oh, I do. What I, number? I what number was this? Does it matter? So, so the 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 oracles you can well, just actually pull, you but don't, the tarot you need what you to see know the all image. the when different. When you're using a tarot deck that you've gone to the store and you've you've you know you, which ones look good to you? The one the one that you like the art. Hopefully you like ours, but there's a lot of other beautiful ones. I have a, I have the uh, evolved. Amy Amy got uh, my Amy got evolved. Doctor, we'll call you Doctor Amy. It's I, think I think it's number 80 at this Creative ideas evolve out of the invisible oh, and profound nothingness of pre-verbal so, consciousness. Uh-oh. You got the most psychological one, I think, that's in there. <laughs> Sorry. I, yeah, I didn't mean to step on your uh, your profession. Did We're I? talking about the blank page or the audience waiting for your ideas. Um, and So that that's a point. That's a message for you with that you're at that point with the... <laughs> with the torque and you know it, it, a lot of it comes out of the fact that I, i'm blown away all the time by amy's art like in this thing there's 80 details of amy's art and and uh she's an nea award-winning fine artist so you have and you have people who have a basically a successful life i know it can change in a second we can get hit by a comet any minute uh, i don't want to think that but 
Oh yeah, no, we, but, at, <laughs> but well, you know, it's like there are books by um, people who have not been able to be ma stay married for more than five years writing books about here's how you should have a relationship. We're writing about, we know some, <laughs> yeah, it's like, we know something about love, like the song. We know something about life and love and we try and, and put oracles. it into all the oracles yeah. and we'll try and put it into the Toracle also as well. <laughs> and we'll have a psychology expert on there and that'll help us keep from screwing it up. Exactly. So does it matter that I if mean, I pulled a question? different card right now, no, I would get a different card? Something, but you probably new. won't ask the question or think about it the same yeah. way because you already put, pulled a card that gave you input into your consciousness. And you evolve. So it yes, you've evolved since the last evolved. Well, that that you know we can gotcha. we we can uh, dodge the question, but we're okay. we're really not. No, you know, I, I was going to say about that onion peeling the onion when you're doing it for yourself and you're asking, is this thing going to happen? You get a card and it triggers a response. Then you can say, if I do this, will I make it happen? You know, in other words, you start peeling the onion of your responses to it and honing in on what the real issues are around it, because you might think it's this, but as you get your answers and, you know, it's framed in certain ways, you, you get to know your feelings, because sometimes your feelings, as you know, are just like murky and, you know, not clarified. The tarot, doing the tarot and using an oracle helps you gain a perspective on how you're really feeling. That's the best use of it. We well, do. mothers we, do. All can you time. ask a question <laughs> yeah. for they someone put else? Aside or no? They want to know about their children or their husband. Or... We have a mm -hmm. weekly Zoom show um, called Ask the Oracles, and we answer people's questions because it's non-local. You know, talking about quantum physics again, it's you don't have to be in the room with the person, just like we're doing now. I, like when we're talking to you now, maybe it's because we're so used to Zoom at this point. I feel like you're. I'm in the room with you. So. so mm -hmm. Yeah, us yeah, too. Right. <laughs> but we Probably felt it was very interesting what people thing, would ask so. over time. We've been doing it since last August. There's that. So many people wanted to know about moving. <laughs> and I think because they were locked down, they they were fantasizing and having to think, you know, where they really, really want to live and also what they really, really wanted to do for a living because yeah, they felt they had, like you were saying earlier, they, they had time to ponder and think and, um, I think ultimately that is a good thing. Slow down. So well, that's when you can ask the I cards. Had one more yeah, right. What was I just thinking about? And slipped my mind. <laughs> ask so. the cards later and then they'll tell you. What was I going to ask them? Let's see. Our friend Jeffrey uses that method. Jeff oh, Pulver I got three stuck Doctor. together. Because what does that mean? you can involve your own methods of using the cards. Yeah. And you don't have fun with that. What is? What are the three? What are the three words? Risk. Risk. Yeah, being, risk being generous. Generosity and, and manifestation. I believe that. I believe what you put out comes back at you that way. See, but... So, okay, so it's a, so, no. so it's not that different in no. terms of psychology, I mean, in terms of how you interpret the information that's coming to you. But we're always you. very interested in people, which is why we're interested in these kind of subjects. Yeah, I mean, the reason I invented karma cards is we go to the parties and I talk to them about their charts and, and they 
be fascinated. And then they'd say, well, can you come up with a way where I don't have to have you at my party and I could still have this interesting stuff? <laughs> so I invented karma cards, which was, you know, I, I can handle it. You know, I got, I got broad <laughs> shoulders. I, I didn't want, but mindful astrology, we've added a dimension to, everybody knows their sign. It's the one that people ask in bars, oh, what's your sign? But then we added the moon and we added the rising sign. And the rising sign is an amazing concept in astrology. It's how other people see you. Do you know yours by any chance? Did you ever have your chart done? Well, it's how people see you, and and it's really good for parents. I did. I don't remember to know how their child is coming off because it may not necessarily be what's going on inside the kid. You know, if you're a Capricorn rising kid and you can't talk, everything looks cool. You know, you look like you're taking care of business. You're being a kid. Meanwhile, on the inside, you have the same needs as anybody else. Capricorn rising children get a lot of responsibility when they shouldn't. You know, they yeah, take care of your brother and sisters. That's fine because you're the you're the boss of the family. Because look how or you might give you it might give you clues how to raise different children in different ways depending on what their sun, moon, and rising sign is. That it's really important. I think I mm -hmm. think one day astrology will be taught right. in the schools. But I might be crazy as well. But it, there's so much that I that I want to learn. I just wish I had more time to, to I, learn it I all. I agree. But well, I'm, um, sending, I'm sending you mindful astrology. Well, you have okay. mindful astrology. No, right? no, I have the creativity deck. Oh well, we have to send you the mindful astrology. Perfect. I love gifts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was risk and manifestation. Right. Look at that and generosity. Just opening up my podcast to you and look at what I get back. Well, we have to prove that it works. We'll right. Prove, and we'll have to put that in the beginning of the, the Torical introduction <laughs> to the Torical. I'm holding you to this. Monty and Amy, if people are interested in learning about everything you're doing, where can they find you? At theenchantedworld.com. Where else? <laughs> or amyzerner.com. Amy Zerner, if you want to know about her amazing art and, and fashion, she's a designer exclusive to Bergdorf Goodman and Neiman Marcus. Oh, wow. Um, or MontyFarber.com. That's where Monty um, is all about his psychic work and his astrology work. Yep. Wow. Well, these cards are beautiful. They're the creativity deck. You can see some of them here if you're looking, if you're watching on YouTube. If you're not, go watch on YouTube and then you'll be able to see them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on. Get with Th it. Thank you both so much for your time today and for this enlightening interview because i feel like i learned so much and i clearly have so much more to learn and evolve well, yeah you ask thank great you questions so much for having us thank you fun. thank you this was so much fun like what you heard today and want to hear more wondering what comes next and what it all means head over to apple podcast spotify stitcher google play or anywhere you get your podcasts and hit subscribe also, if you could take a minute to rate and review my podcast, I would really appreciate it. Stay tuned as we continue to explore life, death, and the space between.